welcome to the ACOP Student Podcast, a production of the American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. Hello, and welcome to the ACOP Podcast, Deodor FM Student Edition. I'm Simran Pandey, Public Relations Committee Member. And I'm James Wisdom, also a Public Relations Committee Member. Today, we are joined by Dr. Andrew Crow and Dr. Garrett Kirkpatrick to discuss the upcoming ACUFP annual convention from March 17th to 20th. Dr. Kirkpatrick attended the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine and graduated in 2014. He completed his residency at UPMC Altoona in Altoona, Pennsylvania in 2017 and served as a chief resident. Currently, Dr. Kirkpatrick works in an outpatient suburban group practice with the Cleveland Clinic. He has also been an ACUFP committee participant since 2015, served as the ACUFP resident governor in 2016 to 17, and has been a member of the ACUFP Congress of Delegates since 2018. Dr. Crow attended Lincoln Memorial University DeBus College of Osteopathic Medicine in Tennessee and graduated in 2017. He did his residency through Oklahoma State University Center for Health Sciences in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Currently, Dr. Crow works as an emergency room physician at Providence Medical Center in Kansas City, Kansas, and also serves as a flight surgeon for the Army. Dr. Crow first started attending ACOFP events as a first-year medical student. He served as his school's SA ACOFP president, a state delegate, and the ACOFP student governor in 2016-2017. He continues to serve on various ACOFP committees to date. Dr. Crow, you attended the national conference throughout medical school and residency and continue to be involved as a new physician. Can you tell us about your experiences at national convention and what made it motivated you to continue going? Yeah, uh, great question. Also, thanks for having us. Awesome topic you guys have this month. Um, as far as my experience, can't speak highly enough about ACFP and the convention they put on. Uh, they really do a good job acknowledging that students are the future, and because of that, they pump a lot of time, resources, energy into making sure uh, it's a valuable experience for us. You know, they they acknowledge we're taking time out of our medical school curriculum to attend. They really do a good job encompassing and capturing our interest. I was really thankful and fortunate enough to go all four years, had great experiences. They did a student track and it's just continued to evolve and become better and better. A lot of great topics and like I said, great lectures which are pertinent to us as students. What I really liked was, you know, every year as you evolve throughout medical school, your interests, life changes, right? So with that said, every time I went to the ACFP conference, my experience was in needs were always met when I went. So was just really thankful for the time, energy, uh, curriculum they put out. As far as experiences, looking back, some of my favorite memories, just how nice everyone was, whether it was a program director to a, you know, fellow second year medical student I was hanging out with. Everyone was really eager to, I mean, genuinely know where you were from, what you wanted to do, where you saw yourself in five, 10 years. And if they couldn't help you, you know, they do everything they could to put you in contact and 
get set you up for success, which is something really infectious. And now, you know, going back as a new physician, that's something I think a lot of us are just really grateful. You know, all the mentors we've had, we just want to give it back. So it's a really fun, welcoming, exciting environment to uh, be at. Thank you. That was great. Um, also, just can you elaborate on the story about how you met your program director at the convention? Yeah, so this is, I love telling medical students I who rotate with me here in Kansas City about that. I always tell them, you know, if there's one thing you do, uh, you know, whether you want to do family medicine or not, figure out what specialty you want to go to and try and attend that national conference. Like I said, I went out as a first year, had no idea what I was doing, just showed up to things, had a good time, uh, enjoyed the student programming, but they typically always hold a residency fair at conference and residencies from all across the nation come. They bring their program directors, coordinators, oftentimes they bring residents and other faculty members and it's really informal and it's really fun. You just walk around station to station, take their free pens, their lights, all that good stuff. But really it's about learning, you know, more about that program. So again, as a first year, I had no idea where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, had a general interest uh, that I wanted to, you know, do it all, go to somewhere very full spectrum where I could do everything and met who ended up to be my program director. Met her my first year out there, saw her the subsequent as a second year medical student as a third year and you know, I had no idea where Oklahoma was on a map, had no family there, anything, but developed that relationship over a couple of years, keeping in touch with her, ended up auditioning out there and matching there. So kind of a fun story. Thank you for sharing this. I think that that's a great tip for, especially for medical students to uh, you know, form connections, uh, especially early on in their career as a medical student. I think uh, going to these kind of conferences and getting to know the, your program directors from early on, especially like in your case, since you attended in the first year and then you continue to form on that bond for four years, uh, I think that's a long amount of time for somebody to know you. And especially when you're applying to their program, a familiar face is better than, like, you know, a stranger. And uh, then also like going to Get the audition rotation in their program. I got interested in family medicine after my rotations at third year, and I attended this conference last year, which was virtually. Um, but I think uh, it was still a great experience because I was able to like a lot of my, get a lot of my audition rotations uh, in my fourth year by attending the virtual conference last year because I met different programs and um, when they got to know me personally, it was easier to spot an audition rotation in their program versus when you don't know somebody and you're just emailing the program coordinators and uh, there are a lot of applicants you know trying to get the spot around the same time period thank you dr crow for sharing your experience that was wonderful the next question is for dr Kirkpatrick. do you mind sharing like what has been your favorite experience at the convention so far yeah, so ACFP convention has been great. I have a little bit of a different perspective uh, than Dr. Crow. I unfortunately didn't have the opportunity to attend as a student, though I wished I had looking back on it because there are so many great resources for students now, um, not only from an attending perspective in terms of the programs that are put together, but even the residents. A lot of residents are very student focused and very 
eager to, to talk to students and give them their perspective and give them their advice, um, not only through the application and interview process, but also through, you know, looking at different programs and finding a program that is great for you. You know, I attended my first ACFP convention as a resident, and um, I'd say the one thing that stands out most in my mind is really the people. Um, you know, everybody is so welcoming. Everybody is so, um, so much just like family that, you know, you have the opportunity to, to really network in a, in a environment that really feels comfortable. You know, I don't think anybody is going to be looking at you in, in a, in a way other than wanting to help you out and give you their experience, you know, whether they've been in practice for five minutes or, you know, 25 years. So, and I think that's something that's really unique. Um, you know, you can go to a different lecture, you can go and sit down and have lunch at where they're doing one of the lunch meetings um, and, and talk to somebody and network. And as you pointed out, even in a virtual setting, it's become more and more possible, you know, through the COVID-19 pandemic to, to network virtually from afar, even if you can't attend in person. And I think ACUFP has done a great job at really trying to reach out to keep those connections going, you know, rather than it just being a one-sided conference to attend. So I'd say that's probably the, the thing that I've really enjoyed the most. I've met a lot of great mentors, a lot of great colleagues, such as Dr. Crow here, you know, when we served together as, uh, as resident and student governors on the ACFP board. And, uh, you know, it's opportunities abound if you want to, uh, if you want to seek them out. Thank you for sharing your input. I think it's a great way to get to know uh, people within your field across the country by attending these kind of conferences and trying to get a sense of like what's, what, what they are doing, what you're not doing and like, you know, and learning from each other. I agree. Even going to the virtual conference last year, you could see like all the attendings, they were like in the group message, like making jokes with each other and still networking, even though everyone was miles apart. So even in a virtual conference, they find a way to network with each other. So the next question is an open question for both positions. And it's what is your advice for medical students to make to get the most out of the convention? I'll, I'll go uh, first and take that one. This is Dr. Kirkpatrick here. And um, I'd say the, the biggest thing is to approach everything with an open mind, you know, be, uh, be willing to get in there, be willing to ask questions. If you're wondering something, chances are another student is, is wondering the same thing. Um, and don't be afraid to go up and talk to somebody, pick their brain. You know, if you have follow-up questions after we're, after a presentation, um, if you have, uh, you know, a personal connection that you discover somebody is giving a presentation and you find out, hey, you know what, I didn't realize they were from my part of the country too, and I'm looking to go back there for residency, you know, maybe you can make a connection there as well. You know, if you have um, something in common there, start the conversation. It never uh, hurts to, uh, to make a new connection. And uh, you never know how that person could potentially impact your future opportunities, both within the organization as well as in, in medicine in general. Yeah, I'd just echo on to that. I think the biggest thing, my recommendation would be just showing up. I mean, I didn't, I feel looking back on my personal experience, I never went above and beyond going out of my way. There were times like Dr. Kirkpatrick said, there were people who were in the military or you know, did stuff with the Olympic ski team or someone I really just wanted to kind of pick their brain, learn about. But 
I mean, just credit to the programming with how they set up the student track, the resident track as well. I mean, there's so much time built into there for networking and meeting other people. I mean, I just, I can't rave enough about the people I've met. Like Dr. Kirkpatrick was saying the family-like atmosphere. I've had, you know, I've met friends who mentored me through the match. I've met had other friends mentor me throughout residency struggles. I've had other people mentor me when I'm getting my first big boy job having, you know, what salary do you, what do you make? You know, the big ask, answering all of those uncomfortable questions you're taught not to ask people, right? It's really such a great environment to uh, learn from others, uh, meet others, and uh, really just get passionate about what you want your career to look like. So biggest thing like I said just show up good attitude like Dr. Kirkpatrick was saying open mind and don't be afraid to kind of start a conversation with someone. Thank you that's a great tip I think as a medical student I whenever I attended these kind of conventions I was pretty shy about like after listening to the presentation I was like uh, I don't know what question I can ask you know the presenter they're attending they have been in this field for so long and i'm just like what a second or third year medical student uh you know maybe i'll just like listen to the presentation if anything i can send them an email and just say thank you but i think that's a great way to like uh you know connect with them and it doesn't matter like what what you're going to talk to just show up and actually like tell them that you're interested and you're passionate in this, they will listen to you and they, they will have their two cents to share with you, you know, about their experiences of how they got um, to the place where you might want to go to in future. Lastly, Dr. Crow and Dr. Kirkpatrick, we just want to thank you for taking time to share your invaluable experiences as leaders in osteopathic family medicine. It has been a pleasure. Thank you very yeah, much for the opportunity. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we appreciate you having us. And like you were saying, I mean, looking back, I was always terrified reaching out to physicians, especially like in a group chat setting or in, let alone like in real life in a group setting. So we'll leave our information. If you guys need anything, everybody who openly leaves their information will contact you back. Uh, I have sent tons of emails to people as a student, as a resident, and you will be surprised with, with kind of how helpful they are reaching back out to you. Thank you again. Uh, if anyone wants to reach out to Dr. Kirkpatrick and Dr. Crow, their email addresses are Kirkpatrick, K-I-R-K-P-A-T-R-I-C-K dot D-O at gmail.com. And Dr. Crow's email address is Andrew Crow, D-O, A-N-D-R-E-W-C-R-O-W-D-O at gmail.com. Now we're going to discuss more about the registration process for the annual convention. Simran, do you mind walking us through the steps to sign up? Sure. Uh, so for registration, you can go to acofp.org, then events, uh, and then annual convention. From there on, you can register online for on-site event registration. Uh, the event is taking place from March 17th to 20th in Dallas, Texas. If anyone is not able to attend the conference in person, the event is available virtually too, which is free for the students. For virtual event registration, you can go to ACFP 22, virtual from the annual convention page, and then choose to register online. If there is any additional question regarding sign up, you can also email to membership at acofp.org. 
Thank you. And now that we've heard from the new positions, could you just share some interesting sessions or workshops that are specifically for students? Sure. So this year, there is a student programming session that includes workshops like points of care ultrasound procedures, including wound care and skin lesion biopsy and excision and outpatient office, OMT and injections for the common orthopedic concerns and other lectures addressing topics like post-grad training options in family medicine, healthcare policies in family medicine, inequities in medicine, rural advanced care family medicine, and also difficult conversations with patients. Then there are also other interesting lectures that are not student specific, but they're open for anyone to attend. Thank you. And I also have a message from another committee member, Nicole, who couldn't be with us tonight, but was scheduled to be um, about her experience with ACFP's virtual conference in 2021. She said, I'm particularly interested in rural family medicine and wilderness medicine, so I listen to speakers specific to those interests. If I'm correct, you have access to the conference for about a month after, but I logged in on real time. I really enjoyed one of the wilderness medicine sessions that I logged on for. I learned so much about austere medicine and I felt inspired to continue to pursue family medicine. The doctor shared stories of his experience in a remote community in Idaho. I also attended a couple sessions on nutrition and alumni meeting via Zoom with my school. I was able to do a little bit of networking during the session, which was nice. I loved learning from the speakers at the conference, and it was very convenient to do so while at home. Again, that came from another public relations committee member, uh, Nicole. And I agree with that statement 100%. I think my school had an exam on the Monday after the conference, so it was so much easier being at home and being able to study and log in when I had the time to and watch all those amazing sessions and go back and watch the ones that I couldn't quite make it for. I personally loved uh, the residency fair that we had last year uh, during the virtual conference. Uh, as I mentioned before, I was able to schedule uh, almost all of my audition rotations in family medicine um, through that residency fair. And I think it's a great networking opportunity at the level of student where you don't know many people in your field. And um, this gives you a unique opportunity to you know, learn more about other people. Uh, and that concludes our uh, podcast for today. Thank you to our listeners. Uh, be sure to check out future episodes of DO.FM Podcast Student Edition. The ACUFP Student Podcast is a production of the American College of Osteopathic Family Physicians. To learn more about ACUFP, please visit www.acofp.org. Looking for more resources on OMT? Visit ACOFP's OM Teaching at www.acofpomteaching.com and ask your institution if they subscribe so you can have access to over 150 OMT videos and support materials.